Have you ever thought about taking a more natural and low-tox approach to your business, even if that meant flipping everything on its head and reformatting your workspace, services, and products? Well, that's exactly what hairdresser Callie Fadoulas did. Due to fertility issues, she had already started to detox her personal life. But then, after seeing positive results, she decided to detox her business life as well. In today's episode, Callie shares her very personal journey from being a woman stressed and battling infertility issues to becoming a thriving and much healthier businesswoman who now offers hair solutions to women challenging cancer or their own infertility. But before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge this week's sponsors, Jeanette and Christy from Cell Sisters Health Partners. Finding the root cause of any health-related issue isn't easy to find, but the Cell Sisters have you covered. Using breakthrough scientific technology, they'd love to share information about cellular health and its importance with you. If interested, you can contact them via Facebook by searching Take Control of Your Health. Without further ado, let's now delve into the episode and hear about the beautiful transformational journey of Callie Fadoulas. Welcome to the Marketing and Me podcast. If you're eager to grow your health and wellness business via effective marketing methods while maintaining your own health and wellness, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Leanne Shelton, health and wellness content coach and copywriter at Right Time Marketing. Today, I'm joined by Callie Fadoulas, owner of Blown Away Hair Spa, which is a holistic and low-toxin salon in Sydney's Southwest. Welcome, Callie. I look forward to delving into your story. Thank you. Sydney South, by the way. Sydney South, South. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for having me on the podcast. You're very welcome. So I'll just take a few moments to read out your bio so everyone knows who you are. So, uh, So Callie loves educating, inspiring, and empowering women to live their best life yet. Having holistically overcome amenorrhea, I hope that's right, a symptom of polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS, it sparked her interest in becoming a certified holistic health coach and Reiki practitioner. Kelly's mission is now helping women blossom through their fertility journey and creating a life worth living. This is achieved by a blown away hair spa, a hairdressing salon which she founded in 2006 and transformed to a holistic and low toxin salon three years ago. She also runs workshops endorsed by the founder of IVF Australia, Professor Michael Chapman, who specializes in infertility, IVF, PCOS, and recurrent miscarriage. So that's, yeah, a pretty impressive endorsee, Callie. <laughs> how, how did you originally connect with Professor Chapman? Well, I'd like to say that uh, I just went up to him and said, hey, here's, here's my um, idea. But um, so I actually had, when I first got diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome a few years ago, he was one of the specialists that I saw. At the time I was married and we, we were wanting to have a family and I, I had no period. So I didn't really know like when I ovulated. I just thought you, you know, you have sex and then you fall pregnant eventually. And so I really went to find out 
how ovulation would work without a regular cycle. And that's when I got diagnosed with PCOS. So I ended up going to see Professor Chapman and we had three rounds of IVF, which were unsuccessful. And basically it made it even trickier, the fact that I had no period because the cycle, even with IVF, you need to have a period and all that sort of thing as well. So after three attempts, I just realized that for me, the, the hormones and all that, I just wasn't coping at the time. So after um, a meeting with Prof, I just, I like, I made the choice to not go back for any more IVF cycles and to really have a, to really go in within and see what was maybe causing my body to be doing what it was doing. So after like a series of breathwork sessions, which actually end up bringing up a lot of like trial unprocessed childhood trauma eventually my period came back so yeah and with further studies and research that I've done now that whole area the ovaries and all that it's all about femininity and like power and like a whole range of things in there so it really made sense why like what my body was reacting the way it was at the time so a few months or probably probably a good year and a half after the last time I went and saw a prof, I went back to him and I just said to him, can you just do like an internal ultrasound because my period's coming every month. And so he did. And he basically said to me, what did you do? Because your cysts are gone and all that. So um, I said to him, well, he said, did you lose weight? And I'm like, no, I actually put on a bit of weight because throughout the few years that I'd been trying to fall pregnant, it was like, you know, everything I was reading was like, lose weight, do this, exercise more, exercise less, eat this, eat that. And it probably wasn't until I actually like just let go for a little while and dealt with emotional things as well that my period returned. So, and there was, there was many other contributing factors, which I'm quite honest about as well. Like I've been on the pill for 10 years as well, which I found out later on that some, that can actually affect you know, the pituitary gland and maturing of that and a whole range of things. So to say it was one thing, I, that's not what I advocate for. But, um, yeah, so I basically went back to him and said, this is what I did. And if we have a meeting, I can sort of tell you a little bit more. And so, yeah, that's how the idea, I came up with workshops, which I called Zoe. And it's my, it means life. It's my grandmother's name. Oh, and beautiful. Like, yeah. So I just basically said to him, it's a holistic approach. It's not a one size fits all. Some women, they may be a little bit overweight and it might mean that they may have to lose weight. But ultimately, I find it starts in the mind. So you can tell someone to go home and lose weight. And I just think, well, wouldn't they have done that already if they could have? Like, So there's certain things like we, we hold weight for certain reasons. And if people aren't willing or ready to have a look at what is going on, then that could cause a block or something like that with fertility and things like that. So, wow. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. A very, you know, personal journey. Amazing insight. So, so tell me, did you, you start having a period or you just never got it? So, like, I had a period as a kid, like as a teenager and that. And then I had a few, like, very early on, like, my period was very regular and things like that. So, Back then, I you went to the doctor and 
basically we were advised to go back to go on the pill. So that's what I did. Um, there's, you know, you can say if someone had said to me at the age of 16, if you go, if you eat this and you do this, would I have done it? I say yes now, but who knows? You know, that was the information we were given at the time. And I found that once I came off the pill, the symptoms were still there. So it pretty much just masked whatever was going on at the time. So, yeah, it was a really good opportunity to, to figure out what was going on and clean all that up and, yeah. So basically my period, the period came back after around four or five attempts or at breath work, one-on-one sessions with breath work. And probably now for the last three and a half years, they've been quite consistent. Yeah. Okay. Can you just explain what breath work is? What does that involve? So breath work is basically, I'll describe the session. So I lay on the floor and I'm like wearing gym clothes and I'm I'm with a breathwork he's a cathartic breathwork psychotherapist and I, 10 points for you to remember that. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> so we basically i lie there and he guides you through this type of specific type of breathing and basically you allow to whatever to come up comes up so whether it's like fear sensations in the body feelings of shame or guilt but they're like heightened they're like and they're just come up during the breath work so it's basically whatever comes up I went in there sort of I didn't really know what to expect I heard someone talk about breath work and how it was amazing so I went and gave it a go and yeah like it was a very surreal experience at first it was nearly like the best way I can describe it is that events from childhood and were playing like my eyes were closed but I could see them like a movie like a slideshow type thing. And I believe how it works, and this is what it did for me, was you can have a look at those events and you can feel them and and change the feeling towards them. You're not connected to it. It's like you're distant from it and it allows you to, I guess, like process those without being in it. You're more the observer of it. So that is basically breath work. Wow, sounds really interesting. Very fascinating. And how did you get, like, did someone recommend it to you? Personally? Yeah, I, just had a, I didn't even remember. One of my cousin's friends came over for lunch one day, which was really random. I, I don't even know. I don't even remember, remember why she came over. And she was just talking to me because we were talking about fertility things. And she just said, you know, I went and had this breath work session. It was amazing. And she told me her experience. And I was like, sure. <laughs> By this stage, I had tried. Try, like, you try anything, <laughs> like a whole range of things, and yeah. So yeah, but even like things like I could never get an airplane, and if I did, I would like be so anxious the whole time driving through tunnels. I couldn't like the guy that does breath work is in Crow's Nest, and I live in Sutherland Shire. So I would have to get my dad or someone to drive me because I couldn't actually go in the tunnel to get there. So I found that they were the things that sort of went away first. So the fear of flying went um, the, like, I could, I can, I'd now drive to him on my own if I ever have to go there. So things like that were first dealt with. So it was really, it was really incredible. I couldn't, I can't explain it. Like it's something that you just got to, 
experience, I suppose. Oh, well, I'll, I'll put in the show notes. Um, if you, yeah, provide me the link to, um, to the guy that you go to and we can, yeah, refer it to our listeners. Um, so, yeah, so tell me more about your business journey to date. So you became a hairdresser. I mean, what, what made you want to become a hairdresser in the first place? Um, yeah, I get asked this quite often. So <laughs> I'm a hairdresser. I, 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 I've always said that I really loved being around people. So I liked their salon environment. Um, I really liked how a woman would come in and get their hair, like her hair blow dried and just feel. So you could tell like her whole energy would change. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Um, so yeah, there was a, and I do like the creative aspect to it as well. So yeah. Awesome. And so, okay, so you start off in hairdressing and then you set up your salon. Um, and yeah, so tell us the journey, how things were when you started. So I started, I, well, I used to work out of my, I, I've, I did firstly work out of my parents' garage throughout my whole apprenticeship. Um, and then at 22 years of age, I basically said, I want to open my own business. So um, without much thought, <laughs> I pretty much opened my own business. So I'm in the same premises now. I've been here for 14, this year's 14 years. And um, yeah, it's been pretty full on. So Probably, I would say probably the, the last three years, I actually like, let's just say, uh, um, how do I say this? Awakened <laughs> a little bit. But um, yeah, so the last three years is basically when I um, started making some more positive changes and choices around the business and my health as well. So one thing I... I didn't realize going into business is how important taking like taking care of ourselves is like our health and all that. So, yeah. Fantastic. So yeah, so three years ago is when you turned it into um, the low tox salon. Um, So why did you decide to turn your salon into a holistic business? Well, um, okay. So whenever I would like, sometimes when I'd style my client's hair or if someone wasn't, if someone, you know, if a client came to me and they had cancer or something, for example, um, they would ask me, have you got organic products? Have you got any? And I would say, uh, no, not really. And, you know, it got me thinking. I was like, why are we being told to use these products when we have cancer? And why are we not just told to use these products consistently on a daily Um so I found that really interesting and I guess just little things like that. And then when I got diagnosed with PCOS and looking at all the symptoms and what can happen and endocrine disruptors, this and that, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, firstly, I, I go to a salon every day where there is full of toxins and chemicals and all this. This can't be helping what's going on in my body as well. So I made all the changes at home um, and then I was like coming to work every day and I'm like, this still isn't like, still, it, it just didn't sit well with me. Um, and a few years ago, I actually hit rock bottom and um, when I came out of hospital, I just was like, I, I won't go back to the salon unless I make changes. So for me, it was unfortunately, or however you look at it, fortunately, unfortunately, um, health crisis that got me to make the switch in the salon um and then not even that like I guess 
meeting like the whole process and the journey of meeting people along the way has been really great as well. Like they're more, they're more like aligned with my values and things like that as well. And like the training course, the training that we have with the salons now is not just about hair color. It's about the, like the health of the hair, the health of the client. It's, it's all changed. So yeah, that was pretty much. And I just had this epiphany. I was like, well, if we're healthier and happier, then our clients are going to be healthier and happier. And that's the sort of environment that I would like to be working in more than, than before. So I love that. It sounds like you made a very good move here, both yourself, your staff and, and your clients, of course. So, um, and so what are the benefits now of having that low-tox salon um, for your team and clients? Yeah. So what are the benefits? Well, definitely in an industry where there is a lot of women and where like, um, like applying colours, smelling all the fumes all day, where we limit our exposure to endocrine disruptors, which are basically um, like foreign chemicals and that which our body can mimic into um, like hormones, extra hormones. So that's one of the main reasons. Um, There's a bit more education involved. So say, for example, whenever um, Georgia, who's the apprentice here, if she's like writing up an email or she's doing something, she's, we, I educate her on why she's doing it. Like, so it's sort of info which she can take back home and use in her personal life as well. Um, yeah, so we use a lot of essential oils in here. A lot of them uh, include the emotional um, root as well as like the physical. So I guess, yeah, it's a bit more educational as well as um, limiting and reducing the toxins and all that as well. So. So what's so someone comes in for a treatment, you ask them about their current mood or stresses in life and then kind of work with oils and things like that accordingly? Well, I sort of go symptom-based. So if they've got a bit of dandruff or something, I pick the oil for dandruff. But then the way it works is that the oil for dandruff is usually the oil for what is going on emotionally as well. So it sort of works hand in hand. You can either look at it from the physical or you can look at it from the emotional as well. Um, I have, um, I've got a, I ended up studying holistic health coaching and Reiki. So I've got my Reiki certificate and I find sometimes for myself personally, when I'm working with a client one-on-one, I can intuitively pick up on certain things. So very subtle, um, but I can sort of pick up on where they're at hormonally. They don't have have to say anything. And sometimes I don't say anything, but it's just the conversation. I will guide them to have a hair treatment or hair service that can possibly um, benefit them in some way. So Amazing. Amazing. That is really cool because you're not just going in to get your hair done. You're getting a full, like, a holistic whole, yeah, experience. That's really cool. Yeah. So tell me, when it came to transforming your business, what was the process involved? Like, was it dramatic? Was it just a matter of introducing different products slowly? How did you do it? So, uh, so at the time, I had also recently divorced. So in the same like month, I was like, "That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna just transform the salon during this time." So probably in hindsight, it really kept me going and 
all that as well. Um, so it was, it was, I didn't really know where to start because I didn't know anyone that was doing this. So I just, I literally got on Facebook and Googled low tox makeup artist. So, the, and I don't even know why I did that. I think I was already using a brand that was, I had made the switch to a brand that was a bit more natural. So I thought, okay, how about we get a look for like a beauty therapist in here and maybe she can compliment what we're sort of offering. People were asking about this. And I ended up meeting this woman. Um, we met up. She lived in like, she lives in, or she lived in Homebush at the time. And we became friends and I went to her baby shower and yeah, really random. Went to her baby shower. <laughs> And I met this woman at her baby shower who actually is a hairdresser and uses the range that I use now. And we got talking and I was like, oh, you know, um, and this woman actually had quite a few health challenges herself. And she said, I would not use any other brand other than the one I'm using now. And I said, okay, so can I get their contact details? So got their contact details and I contacted Annie from Naturalique, which is the, the main color range that we use at the moment, um, and basically just went from there. So got introduced to Annie, made the switch to Naturalique and with the clients, because um, it's never really that easy to change a whole color range. So I would just get a couple of the regular clients and say, can I do your hair? I'm not going to charge you. I just want to try this new product. And if they really liked it, then I would slowly start to transition, transition it into the salon. So from there, I just met like, I just started meeting more and more people who were aligned again. So, yeah. I love it. Love it. And so what were the hardest and easiest aspects? Like, did you lose clients or, or sounds yeah. like you gained more clients as well? So the hardest thing for me, and it's still something that's probably sometimes I still find a little bit difficult so studying holistic health coaching there's a pillar where it's all about personal growth and all that sort of thing and um I hadn't put my prices up in 10 years so I hadn't put my prices up in 10 years I had changed I had transformed the salon I was using products that were more expensive I'm using certified therapeutic grade essential oils in the salon um, which if anyone uses doTERRA, they would know the price of the bottle. Um, and I had to put my prices up. So that was probably the most difficult was having to put the prices up. And, um, yeah, <laughs> that sort of sifted out who came for, for one reason and who came for the other. And that's probably been the most difficult, um, of all of it, to be honest, the the rest, like I really enjoy the whole like learning of the new products and, and personal, I, I love all that. But, um, when I, when I studied, I thought, okay, I'm going to use me as the, uh, guinea pig in this one. You know, I had clients, I had practicing clients for health coaching and I thought, nah, this one, <laughs> this one's going to be me. So yeah. So that's probably been the most challenging is, is factoring in, like my worth and all that, all that sort of thing, and and believing in myself and all that. So, and how did you go with increasing the pricing? Did you just decide upon a percentage? Uh, or? Okay, so how did I go? Okay, so I basically, um, well, I started off by just looking at what other salons were like, sort of charging, 
what I felt sort of comfortable with as well. I think that's important. Um, and then I guess, you know, there's so much information out there. Like I've spoken to some women who were like, you know, make packages and this and that. But I'm like, if I came into a salon, how, what choices would I like when it comes to getting my hair done? And I love the whole package idea. I love the whole like, get everything shampoo. Um, but there's sometimes I just want to come in for a color and something. So I've sort of just, there, there hasn't really been, a, like a, I haven't really put that much thought into it. I've just sort of put the prices up to a level where I feel comfortable with the service that I give, the products that I use. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah. Okay. So that, that was the hard part. What were some yeah, of the easier hard. parts? Was it um, trying out the oils and <laughs> um, yeah, getting staff on board? How, how did that go? Okay. So um, getting staff has, uh, so Georgia's been here for about a year now, year and a bit. And um, she's like fantastic. Honestly, she has just embraced, like she didn't know anything about oils, anything about low tox, anything about anything before she started here. So she's not only been like progressing in her apprenticeship and growing in that way, but she's just like the little oil queen now. Um, she loves talking about the products and uh, every now and then like we'll meditate together and little things like that. She, she actually said to me, when I first started here, I thought you were crazy. <laughs> I was like, thanks. You guys, but now I get now I get why you meditate and you go for, you know, you do your little things and I'm like, yeah, yeah. So um, I like to think that I've been a bit of a, uh, I'm a bit of a cool role model on her, I suppose. But um, yeah, so um, that's that was that's pretty good. Um, I have had a couple of people come for interviews, and they're just like, "Wow, you actually do what you say you do," and I'm like, "Yeah, we do." Like, I've it's one thing I've never skimped on, like the products that we use and recommend. Um, like, we use them at the basin. I use them at home. Like I just, I won't sell a product if I don't like it. Um, that's sort of how I sort of roll. Um, and yeah, the, the, when I first started using oils, I didn't know anyone who used oils. I was like the only person that I knew using oils. And I remember taking them home and reading about them. And I'm like, these are like incredible. Like this is like food on steroids. Like this is incredible. They're so like strong and powerful and they, you know, I just couldn't believe that they weren't being used more or I didn't know anyone who used them. So um, again, I said to one of my clients, can I just try something in your hair today? And she's like, sure, go for it. So I put like these oils in her hair and wrapped a hot towel and she said, um, she rang me the next day and she said, that was, whatever you just did to my hair, just do it again because it was amazing. So that's now our signature treatment and yeah, so from then on, I just would just learn more about oils and went to like meetings with women and oils and now we host workshops in oils and a whole bunch of other things. But yeah, it's that's the fun part. I feel like a little scientist in here when I'm like mixing all the colours up. <laughs> you know, I, I mix every, I put oils into colours, I put oils into, if I can put oils into it, I will. So. Wow, that's very cool. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I love my oils too. I've also got into my, my sister as a consultant with Young Living and so yeah. uh, she kind of opened my world to them and, you know, you go, oh, that one's oh, stress away. That's become my go-to. <laughs> yeah, so you said a lot. But, you know, things like uh, as well for immunity and things, it's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, it's true. We're, 
obviously now Santa use them a lot more than we did in the past, but they have been around for like 5,000 years or something. I was reading it yeah. recently. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. My mum will say to me, whatever you're doing, this is what we used to do when we were younger. I'm like, yeah, exactly. We're just like bringing it back. We're making it cool again. So, awesome. <laughs> and now with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and everything, like I'm just like covered. <laughs> covered from head to toe drinking oils like diffusing oils i'm like it's okay everyone (laughs) so so tell me the yeah so set up your salon you obviously always have some oils diffusing anything else that unique at first glance or does it look like a normal salon at at face value oh depends what a normal salon is to you so (laughs) We have a little bit of a sitting area in the in the middle where like women there's tea brewing all the time no, actually, I'm going to say it's different to other salons because we have books everywhere. So we've got books on women's hormones. We've got Alex Stewart's Low Tox Life. She's um, our salon ambassador. So we've got her books lying around. I try to have less like just like gossip magazines, but there's still a bit of a, we still get asked. So I have a few, but I mostly have like Libby Weaver's book around. I've got Linda Kirkpatrick who has hosted a workshop with us before so yeah I basically just have like books lying around there's lots of plants I love real plants so I'm, I'm sort of not the best plant person however oh, me too don't worry <laughs> managed to keep a cactus here alive since July last year and I'm cactus. it's a cactus but it still looks limp every now and again <laughs> so. yeah I think the secret with cactus is just don't do too much to it at all leave it like yeah <laughs> yeah we have a little um, low-tox pantry as well where we have like our low-tox shampoos. We have a little bit of the black chicken range, which is like the aluminium-free deodorant, really basic like dry shampoos, which are made with least amount of ingredients as possible. We also offer a, a foot soaking service where clients can have their feet soaked in, it's a stainless steel bowl and we put Epsom salts essential oils and water. So we just ask the client how their week has been and then we pick the oils based on what's going on for them. And that's a really great service to have whilst you're waiting for your colour to process because it takes about 40 minutes. So we offer them really nice tea in like little teacups and things like that, give them some books, some oils are diffusing in that room. So that's one of our other services. Yeah, so and we just got a new product range in which is 100% organic and 100% plant-based. So there is not one toxin in this product, which is amazing. Wow. What's the name of that product? Okay. So the actual brand, and I can never pronounce it properly, it's called <laughs> Cataplasme, but it's a plant powder. So basically we have like, for example, one of the treatments is called Amla and it is Amla is like a plant and it is pretty much just Amla in powder in a bag. It looks a bit like your like protein powder or something like that. And it's activated with water. So it becomes like a clay on the hair and we put it on the scalp. And again, I mix it up with some like essential oils. But say, for example, Amla is high in vitamin C. So it penetrates the scalp and it helps with like hair growth and things like that so we get up to 100% grey coverage with this product as well which is amazing considering there is no swelling of the hair there's no penetration of chemicals or toxins or anything like that so yeah that's one of our newest 
Oh, very cool. Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. So, yeah, what advice do you have for any other hairdressers or beauty therapists, anyone who has like a salon, hoping to take a more holistic approach? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I guess I guess the I thought about this this morning. I looked at the, I looked at some of the questions and I was like, ooh. And I would say that it really starts with like the individual. It starts with me or you type thing. So I know that I made these changes or choices because I changed. So the salon is somewhat somewhat a reflection of also what is going on sometimes with how I feel and all that. So I would just say that like, I don't know, I, I like to, the way I sort of work is if with the information that I've got and with the experiences in life, this is, it's like the information's there and once you know it, it's like you can't unknow it type thing. So I sort of, the way I run the salon now is like, I look at it holistically. So I don't even know how to say this actually, but it basically starts with you. So yeah. So you think about what you want, uh, the type yeah. of workplace you want to work in perhaps, and then grow from yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it's not all about the salon, right? So yes, we come in here, but the, what we do in here is going to influence our life as well, like outside of the salon as well. So basically that's the sort of ethos we have in here as well. So yeah, pretty much. So just making sure that we take good care, self-care practices and all that throughout the day and that it doesn't just get like we're at work now, you know, like let's just like no lunch breaks or this or that or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think this whole might be getting a bit deep now, but I think this whole COVID thing, I read a post the other day and I really liked it. It's like COVID is like the universe saying everyone go to your rooms and think about your behaviours. <laughs> I was like, I really like this post. I really like it. So yeah. it makes you put into I think for me, it, makes, it puts things into perspective a little bit. Like, you know, I start asking myself questions like how do I want my life to look and on a daily basis and things like that as opposed to I come into the salon and work my ass off and then go back out and, like, live my life. So have that more flow and that mm. throughout the day as well as opposed to just, like, thrashing it all day and then going home and trying to like unwind and all that sort of thing so well that's actually a great segue into my next question that I ask all my guests is how do you manage your own health and wellness okay so I have a bit of a ritual in the morning so I usually like either go for a a swim in the ocean or practice some yoga at home or something like that so a little bit of movement every day doesn't have to be anything excessive and I usually meditate for at least 15 or 20 minutes in the morning, as difficult as that is sometimes. And yeah, it's what is, except what comes up and all that. I look, journaling is something that I'm not, a, I think we spoke about this, but journaling and writing is not something that I'm the best at, but I'm, I've started writing a bit more and things like that. And I would say also just speaking with people that, instead of staying home and going over things in your head and just call someone up and speak to someone as well. There's always people to speak to as well. And I love, like, I'm a bit of a wholesome foodie. So, like, I love eating really, like, wholesome food and fresh fruits and veggies and all that sort of thing. So, Yeah, lovely, lovely. And, yeah, just to finish off, how can people connect with you? Okay, so you can connect with us 
our website, which is blownawayhair.com.au. I've also got another little website. It's not really, you can have a look at it. It's called kelly.com. So www.kalli.com.au, kelly.com. And you can also access that one through the Blown Away one as well. And basically you can, on the website, you can send us an email or you can book an appointment through there or give us a call. That's probably the best way to get in contact. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing yeah, your, your personal and business journey and how they're all entwined. Yeah, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the podcast. You're very welcome. So yeah, thanks for joining us. And thank you, uh, dear listener, for tuning in. You can find show notes for the episode at marketingandme.com.au. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and leave me a rating and review on iTunes. I'd also love it if you joined the Marketing and Me podcast Facebook group where you can ask questions and discuss recent episodes with other listeners. If you're interested in connecting with me, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn. Just search for Leanne Shelton. And if you want to learn more about content marketing strategies or outsource it to me, head to my website, righttimemarketing.com.au. So until next time, I wish you good health and good wealth.